0: Everyone and welcome back to the Everyday Hairdresser podcast. My name is Lucy Healy, and I'm here with Lisa Carter. And today on episode is episode six, episode six, episode six. We are going to be talking about clients, the expectation versus the reality of managing clients, and everything that goes into running a business with people who may or may not take advantage of your good nature. I think that's going to be the, pretty much the focus on this, isn't it?
1: oh my goodness yeah Jesus. I think it's a really good um beast to touch I think
0: it's a juicy one what's that a juicy
1: one a juicy
0: one
1: a yeah. juicy one <laughs> I, 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 it's kind of one of those things where I'm kind of thinking oh really you could really go on a rant on this one couldn't you, you could oh really I'm, I'm waiting in. for
0: your rant I'm waiting for your rant <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm,
1: a rant I'm not too bad I've got to be honest I, I've I've pretty much had some good some decent clients um Mm. but I know that there are plenty of people out there that have had (laughs) the worst nightmares ever yeah there's um I remember in um one of the hair groups that we're in um there's a, a lady there and she talks about one client and the client's son—I don't know—at some point came out with an axe and, you know, threatened somebody to clap <laughs> the door. Like... I think I remember that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So there are, there are some pretty nightmare clients out there, but thankfully, yeah. I don't yeah. have those kind of clients. <laughs> it,
0: it's hit me sometimes, you know. I think that's the—that's the gauntlet that you run with working with the public, really, isn't it? You never know what you're going to get.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh.
0: But it's also—it's not so much also. How they are as people, but it's like their personalities. It's also how they view you as a professional, you with your business. How they respect that side of things, and that can be a real issue, quite on quite a regular basis if you're not careful.
1: I'm honestly sure that um, there are so many hairdressers out there that have been asked this question. So, is this what you do for your full time job? because clients seem to think it's a hobby of ours it's a hobby it's a hobby but Mm. it's our passion and and we spend years and lots of money perfecting that hobby to make someone else feel and look amazing yeah
0: no I think it's because I remember reading an article once and um it basically they did a survey on all different types of professions and which ones were the most like kind of happy professions, the people who were happiest in their jobs, and right there at the top was hairdressers. Yeah, and I thought, well, yeah, that makes sense because no day is the same. Um, we get a hell of a lot of uh, satisfaction from what we do and what we provide for people. Mm. Um, if you're if you're a good business sense and you're not taken advantage of by who you work for or even that you want to sell yourself, you can make money from it. It's adaptable, as we've proven this year. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of positives for it. But I think because we enjoy our job so much and because people see us as their friend and, you know, we help them feel good and, and look good, I think that they do tend to fall on it being a kind of like hobby type of thing and it's like no no it's my job this is my job this is my work this is what puts food on my table Mm. and it needs to be respected and I think a lot of the time because of that friendly aspect of it it can get really blurred that line between being a friend and being the professional
1: yes and there are so many clients that goodness me bless them that they do sort of branch into the oh you should come round for dinner and you're like (laughs) and it's lovely how lovely lovely. that that they feel so sort of entwined with you in that sense, yeah. so sort of connected with you. But at the same Massive time compliment. Like, oh, what do I do here? Because you kind mm-hmm. of don't want to say, no, I want to keep this professional, but you're screaming inside, I really want to keep this professional.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because as soon as you blur that line, it can get very, very, very difficult yeah, then to you assert get to yourself. BBs and the discounts and the yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I think sometimes that um, people do tend to try and lay down that foundation of a friendship it because they think that it might gain them some perks somewhere along the line. Um, and it, it's really hard. It, it can be, especially, I mean, there are some who are, are, are just very professional focused and that's how they approach it. And that line never gets crossed. I envy those people. I sit there and think that must just be so much easier because I find myself nurturing these people, hearing all sorts seeing their families grow up, uh you know kind of really getting to know them on a personal level, and that can sometimes set me up for a fall and i've i've been I've been burnt before where you know I've kind of gone and done someone's hair, and then they're like, Oh, you know, I can't pay you right now, oh. can I pay you?" Next week, and I'm like, yeah, no, that's fine. I totally understand what it's like. Yeah, no, that's fine. And the next week comes, and then they haven't paid, and you're just like, oh. And then then it's the
1: awkward thing of having to chase them. I'm really, really sorry to chase them up. Yeah, can you pay? Just a friendly reminder. (laughs) Yeah. Or or you use all that. You use every single excuse. You literally rack your brains, and you kind of use the excuses of like hey it's not been in my bank account can I just check you've got the right details <laughs> oh my god yeah
0: thank you oh, that's a favorite <laughs> of mine it's always that I'm just really paranoid about how the bank works because I don't want it to just go into someone else's example get lost somewhere I write a bloody essay on on the text messages when actually it's just as simple as have you paid me yet <laughs> Or I have
1: to, my accountant says that my appointments have to balance up for the tax man.
0: Oh, I haven't used that one. That's a new one for oh,
1: the bank. Oh, yeah, I've done that one. So I've um, basically, because I went to their house on that day, I have to look as if I've been paid on that day.
0: <clears throat> That's a very good, that, I haven't even it thought about that. Look as if
1: I'm diddling my books, if I've made more money in one day
0: yeah yeah that's a good oh yes I hadn't even thought about there you that go,
1: people it's not like it's not use excuses let's just be better and more professional <sighs> and demand our payment but yes. if you ever need that that's a good one to run with
0: that is a, yeah. <laughs> we're giving a help list on our, how to gently ask people for payment because they've become our friends rather than oh, our clients oh. but I do think and I think that it comes in as well with being in the setting that we are if you're in a salon people see it as a business establishment they liken it to say if they've gone to a restaurant or a supermarket and they've they've taken goods or services and they have to pay mm-hmm. and they wouldn't dream of walking out of that door at least I I haven't experienced it when I've worked in a salon where they would just walk out of the door and say I'll pay you next week you know yeah. but because we are in their homes and because we are that little bit more in that kind of personal setting I think that it it's almost acceptable because they just think well this is my home and she's my mate she's come around just to do my hair you know that that lovely word just again she's just come to do my hair she's just done my hair and uh, now now she's gonna go and I'll pay her when I'm ready <laughs> yeah I'll pay her when I get paid yeah, I want to. I want to go out with my girlfriends on uh, on Saturday night. So I actually had that happen to me recently. Um, and this is the other thing: when you actually do your, when it's the reverse, when your friends become your clients. And it can be really difficult to assert yourself because they see you as their mate that they've known all those years yeah. and they know absolutely everything about you and you know, everything about them and you're doing the hair and they think you, you're just doing it as a favor. <laughs> you know, It's just, she's, you know, you're, you're my mate, so you can just do my hair as a favor. And then you have to assert yourself. And, and it, is, it is that thing where you think, oh, I should be doing mates rates. You get really guilt tripped into doing mates rates. Um, and I had it recently where a friend of mine, she was like, oh, how much will it be? So I quoted her and she was like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be that much. So I walked her through all the products. I mean, she was she was having a major color change. She was going pink as well. So we all know how much product goes into something like that. And um, and I quoted her and she's just like, I didn't know it was going to be that much. Well, can I give you half now and half later? And I, I've known this all my life, you know. So I was like, yeah, okay, that's why I thought, well, she, you know, she's a single mum. She's had it rough this year. Um, you know, she'll pay me half now and she will pay me half later. And I knew she would, but then I found out that she went out. Uh, so I did her hair on the Friday. She went out on the Monday for, for, for dinner and cocktails. Wow. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I wanted my hair done for when I go out. I was <laughs> just like that's okay there's a a lack of respect here there's a lack of respect for my skill and the fact that I've taken time out of my business to come and do your hair uh you know um well
1: let's say she bought herself a nice new outfit or a pair of shoes to to have this night out with her friends she's went into town let's let's say she's went into a high street shop right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's looked at the rack and went Do you know what? I really like that dress I'm going to buy that dress oh I like those shoes that'll go nice with that dress oh that handbag's lovely I'll have that and now where so you're she's going, got going with the oh, no. outfit. she walks up to the <laughs> to the till and the lady goes that's
0: 575 pounds please and she's like it's not a problem there really you <laughs> Or she turned turn around and gone, Well, I haven't got it because I'm going out for drinks on on, on Monday night, and uh, I can yeah, have so half, can't half an hour, the and then the come bag. back this
1: week. <laughs> it's just. But people wouldn't do that. This is what I mean. Like, you wouldn't go to Tesco and buy your weekly shopping and then get to the till and the woman goes, that's £99, please. <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, actually, can I give you £45 today and £44 next week? Is that all right? They just, they, they, they just look at you like an absolute tilt. Like, you're already, See, those shopping bags, <laughs> give me them
0: back. Oh, there you go. Take a hike. Security. (laughs) Wouldn't they? There's a fruit Loop here thinks she she can take a whole load of stuff for free. (laughs) And we allow it to happen. And it's the guilt trip. It's the guilt that you feel because you're there friend and because you have all of that emotional baggage in your head where you're just like well they've had a crap year they're a single mum I know what it's like to not have any money so I don't want to have her feel that way she deserves a treat you know you don't want to seem like the ogre and I'm I'm definitely not I'm I'm not obviously I know money makes the world go round, and I, I like to be able to pay my bills but it's never been that thing for me where money is like the main focus I think it scares me a little bit and I think it also makes me, I just have really negative connotations with it and it's a a psychological barrier that um, a lot have to push through, you know, and it always comes up in in my face when when this sort of scenario happens because you just start to think with your emotions rather than with your business brain.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, you think with your heart rather than your brain. But that's what um most of us as hairdressers we do this is this is why we are really happy in our job because the main thing about our job is making people happy yep. that is how we work yep. and if someone is having a hard time and you know they can't afford it you still want to make you still feel this sort of obligation to make them happy because yep. you have the power to do that yeah and if they don't have enough money to pay you you feel bad for taking that but you know what they just if they're really that hard up and this sounds so harsh but they should not budget in Mm. a haircut or Mm. if they need it done and want it done then they should look for someone within their budget yeah you know they should never expect anyone to do a better price for them
0: no no no, I mean, the, I think it's 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 the bargain hunter, isn't it? And and uh, we're all we're all a bargain hunter. Let's put it that way. Oh, I mean, yep, I don't think absolutely. I've ever met anyone who's just gone. No, I don't like a bargain. If I
1: walk into a shop and see the word sale. <laughs> you, you know exactly. Where okay, I goosebumps. For the next half
0: hour, right? <laughs> I've forgotten what that feels like, though. To be honest, oh, <laughs> it's been a while since I walked into a shop. Let alone saw a sale sign in one. <laughs> for sale I've been seeing quite frequently recently yeah (laughs) yeah. it's it's just an emotive thing I think that and that's what trips you up and that's the key to it you have to think with your business brain rather than your soft heart does that make sense
1: absolutely I mean to be honest I when I kind of before I started a proper getting my head down and making it a proper business mm. yeah I kind of did the thing where I thought right I'll just go and do hair, and yeah. um and then someone about how much they owe you and I hadn't even thought about how much I'd charge them or I did actually on the drive to that person I think right I'm going to charge them 70 pound 75 pound <coughs> right separate. and then at the end of the service right and how much do you I'll oh, just give me 40 pound <laughs> How many times right hands up who's all said just give me 40 pounds
0: yeah yeah there's
1: it Does this thing if anyone and avoided seen... the
0: eye contact as well it's the yeah. eye contact and, or
1: or um it's 40 pound okay
0: <laughs> you're asking them is that okay it's 40 pound okay <laughs> I
1: mean, but do you know what friends are the worst and yeah. Um, I do have some friends that come to me and again like that I have clients that have done now for a while and we we just gel so well we have such a laugh when they're here that mm. they are now slowly becoming my friends and mm. it does get to the point where it is a little bit you know I still charge them and I, in my head think I must charge them I must charge them I must charge them full and I do yes. in fact yes. w- one of my friends quite recently she was in it made before the lockdown happened before it was announced that we were going into another lockdown but she was in and um, I did her colour and I did um, I took her extensions out I did her colour and then I put her extensions back in now she'd mm-hmm. already paid me for the hair of the extensions so really that night she was literally paying me for my services and not the hair because she mm-hmm. and um, when she asked me how much it is now she is a good friend to me right a really good friend mm-hmm. and um, she's been there for me when I was a little bit you know at, at kind of really crappy situations and Um, And I know that she's always the kind of person that if you're struggling and she's got it, she'll, you know, she would help you. Um, So I was at that, oh oh, you know, just maybe just give me just give me 60 pounds. And she went, no, not at all. How much would this have cost? How much would you charge someone? And I was like that. Well, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) <laughs> because, you know, it's a lot. It's expensive. And she went, I don't care. Tell me how much you would have charged. She says, if you don't, I'll go on your website and I'll find out. So I told her mm. how much I would charge. I said, but you're not going to pay me that. Pay me this much. And she went, absolutely not. She stuck an extra tenner in my account that night. <laughs> she paid me the full whack plus an extra tenner.
0: That's a good friend.
1: That's a good friend. That and is that's a, a very good friend. Doesn't take the piss.
0: No, exactly. But, I, I've had friends that have actually scolded me and said... We'll pay you the full whack.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's true. That's the way it
0: should be. And it is, yeah, because they appreciate that just because they're my friend, it's still time and training and stock and experience and everything that goes into having a business. Yeah. And uh, they don't, it's that sense of entitlement. They don't feel entitled to take advantage of me because they are my friend.
1: Yeah. You know, and
0: that's the the true meaning of friendship as well.
1: Absolutely. You want, I mean, I would rather my friends don't come to me than come to me and take the piss. And Mm. the thing is, they don't see it as taking the piss. Of course, they don't. They don't literally sit there and think, I'm going to get my hair done and I'm going to take the piss. You know, Mm. they don't sit and think like that. Of course, they don't. But friends are just like like a
0: subconscious level, I think. And it's
1: our fault. It's our fault that our friends are like that because we haven't ever had
0: the audacity to charge them the full whack (laughs) (laughs) what's perceived as audacity uh it's 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 just it's just asserting yourself in the right way and at the right time and setting that precedence and i think the the moment that you do give any discount or any sort of mates rates or anything like that you just set that precedence that makes it so much harder to then turn about in your head and in theirs um and it can, you know, I've heard about people falling out over stuff like that, and it's a real shame. Um, and you do wonder who's at fault. You think is it the person for giving the mates rates in the first place and and not sticking to their guns, uh, or is it the person who's taking the services and expecting the earth for nothing? You know, it's it's a real tip for tat sort of thing. And I think another part of it is also not not just your friends but when you've got um friends of family you know like you'll do like your mum's friend's hair and then it'll be like should I give a mate's rate but they're not technically my mate you know that whole side of it starts to come in and then you start having um you know, I mean, it hasn't happened to me, but I can imagine that that sort of scenario where you ha- you do say your mum's friend's hair, charge them full whack. And then your mum's on the phone to you going, I can't believe you've just charged Sandra that much money. You know, she's my friend. So you have that side of it as well coming in at you sometimes, I reckon.
1: Well, on, on that kind of story, um, I had some. Oh, have you had it happen? Very, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, one of a girl who I worked with, now she was a, a work friend, not a friend friend, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So, um... an acquaintance.
1: Yeah, so like it's not she's not the kind of person that I would message outside of work just to have a chat with or phone her up and say what you're up to this weekend. She fancy going to the pub. She she wasn't ever that kind of person. She was just a at work that you would sit and have a laugh with and yeah. you know s- have your lunch with her because you know you just wanted to catch up with her. But mm. that that that's kind of where the friendship kind of went and ended. You know, mm-hmm. um and then. So I, I I started doing her hair, and of course, she got the mates' rates, right? They sort of mm-hmm. oh, just gave me 40 quid, you know. <laughs> and um, then she got her sister involved, right? So mm-hmm. um, I then thought, I'll still give the sister a discount, but she's paying, she's not paying the mates' rates, but I'll still give her a discount, right? That's how mm-hmm. cheap my mates' rates was. Right? <laughs> I could still discount the full price. Um, and one day, Um, It was after lockdown one and I went to them in the summer. And then two nights later, I got a message from the sister and she said, Lisa, you charged me 70 pounds and you charged Katie 50 pounds. Yeah, you said more to her hair than you did to me. Can I just check if that's right? So then I was left thinking they've actually done it. They've talked mm-hmm. about the price, mm-hmm. so I had to message her and explain. I am really sorry. I should have explained, and I I took it all on my own. I said I'm really mm-hmm. sorry. This is my fault. I should have explained. Katie, because she is a friend, gets the friend rate. But when I I just can't unfortunately stretch that out when friends recommend me to people because I would then give everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. friends rates because that's how I get my work this is it this is it only work
0: on recommendations I
1: said and I'm but I said please know that I am still giving you a discount what I did to you if I did that to someone else that has nothing to do with being a friend or whatever it would cost them this much so please know I'm still giving you a discount and I'm really sorry I feel awful I should have said. I've never had her back. How I've never awful. had her or the sister back.
0: Wow, really? Yeah, I
1: mean, they still talk to me. But we're fine. Yeah, um, yeah But yeah. Well, I also moved away, so yeah. I don't actually know if it was because you have of got that, that factor. Or- yeah. yeah
0: yeah but yeah it
1: yeah. happens and that's another thing if you're going to give mates rates and then charge sisters or mums or aunties or work colleagues or pals a different rate you have to tell that friend who's getting the mates rates they do not keep it talk slim. about the price or they yeah. say that they pay the full price
0: yeah yeah, yeah
1: you have yeah. to have that conversation because it can go the opposite way and have such a negative impact
0: Definitely. But the thing is, you have to make these sorts of mistakes in order to learn from them. Oh. And as long as you learn from them, then it, it wasn't a wasted thing to have happen. Um, you know, going back to people who kind of say, oh, I'll pay next week. I had it um uh when was it last year I I had a client I'd seen her three times so she, I thought okay she's as good as on my books but she was a, a live-in carer and she'd had her hair done somewhere and um it hadn't turned out as she wanted it she wanted to be platinum um but it was quite brassy and they'd um put some darker highlights the low lights through for some reason don't know what was going on but she was like I want it platinum so I worked Three sessions over the course of a few months, you know, kind of bringing it back up. And on the final one, she'd mentioned that she was going to be leaving her placement where she did the care work. And I said, Oh, that's a shame because, you know, I've kind of got used to having you on my books now. And she was like, Oh, you know, I'll still be around. I'll I'll come down and and see you um, at your home salon. So I was like, Okay. And um, she was like, Oh, oh no she's like looking at her phone and I said what is it she's like oh I'm so sorry I thought I was meant to be getting paid today and it hasn't gone in I'm gonna have to ring HR and find out what's happened and the other there was another carer that kind of popped in to cover her while she was getting her hair done and she collaborated with her and said oh you know that that happened to me as well I think there there must be a problem going on with HR so I genuinely believed the story um didn't think in my mind at all that they could have come up with it between them before I'd even got there (laughs) and uh I was like "Oh!" and she'd always paid me before I'd even left because that is technically my that you know that rule that you don't leave before taking payment and because I'd done her hair a few times and because she'd always paid me and because the other one you know collaborated with her on the sort of story and corroborated it I was like okay uh, that's fine you know just once you sorted it out just send it over to me and I left and I'm still waiting on that money and it was like 18 months ago <laughs> she relocated she went somewhere else god knows where she's gone wow. uh I even I, you know at one point we were messaging and I was like is there any chance she's going I've just found out I'm pregnant I'm not working oh. I haven't got any money uh blah 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 and I was like okay but uh you know that's unfortunately that's not my problem you still owe me for the services that I've given you I've fixed your hair and I mean I got a hair up to platinum, you know, that's, that's big work. And, um, I was like, you know, maybe we could even get a payment system going where you just give me 10 pounds a week until it's paid off. You know, I was trying to be fair in that way didn't get a cent out of her and i swear that it was all choreographed you know that day uh, to get a free hair appointment out of me so you you i learned from it and now i do not back down for anybody i do not back down for anybody i take the payment before i leave the house um you know unless obviously it's like a really really great mate that I've known for absolutely years (laughs) but then they wouldn't dream of not paying me before I leave anyway um I just it's just something that you have to learn from and realize that sometimes you give people the Tools to kind of do you over on stuff like that, and unless you learn from it and set yourself a really hard rule on something, you lay the um, risk of having it happen again.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've um, I've not had anyone not, oh well, no, I have, I've had someone not pay me the full work. It's the most
0: horrible just, feeling, you hard. feel usable,
1: robbed. Yeah, um, I, I ended up just taking her off my books, and it was only, I think, it was only like a tenor or something like that, but it was just the chase, but then, um more recently in this sort of last couple of years, um, I did I have had a couple of friends where it's been um, you know, at least a couple of days, if not a couple of weeks. Um and, you know, it's you're kinda having to send that message to say, Hi, I'm really sorry, but can I just check, have you paid me yet? Because it's not shown on my account. Um yeah. and then and but oh sorry, sorry, I'll do it now, I'll do it now. Or you you just kinda know that you'll see it on the twenty eighth of the month after they've been paid themselves. And mm. that's just it's not okay. It's not okay no. because You yourself have bills to come out and you yourself need to pay your wage from it. Mm. Um, But thankfully, now, um, since I've moved, I've been able to sort of put in place um, a better structure for my business. And um, I'm already seeing the difference in that. So, for Mm. example, new clients, they will message me and they'll say, hi. Oh, and this is another thing, right? When Mm. a client messages you, they they will they will start off with either with one of each way right one of two ways mm. Mm. they will start off saying hi how are you I need a new hairdresser and I'm looking for this to be done when do you have availability right mm. mm-hmm. or they'll say hi how much is it for this right <laughs> no. We can talk about that one in a minute, but let's talk about the first one, right? Let's talk about the first one.
0: She's on a rant. She's on a rant. The first one. Hi,
1: I'm looking for a new hairdresser. I would really like this done to my hair. Do you have availability? Hi, Mrs. Smith yes, I have availability on this day and that day and this day. Um, This is what I do, blah, 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 blah. Um, And uh, before I book you in, I would need to do a consultation and a skin test. I charge for my consultation and skin Mm -hmm. tests, um, or there is a service charge for my consultations. It's £20. And then that is deducted from your actual appointment bill. And Mm -hmm. if you need to reschedule, I will move that £20 once. After that, Mm -hmm. you will need to repay. So, but it never gets to that because they are absolutely fine. They have the consultation, they pay me the £20. And then Mm -hmm. they book in for their colour and I see them and they never ever cancel and they never reschedule. Now, another one is I get clients that literally I've done their hair and then they'll look at me and go, so how much is it I owe you? Because they haven't, they don't don't care how much I pay because they know Mm. they just want their hair done by me. Mm. So, right, let's talk about the other ones. Hi, how much is this? Now. You draft up a nice message in a roundabout way so that you're not just answering, hi, my cup and blow dry is £40. Pound. Mm-hmm. You, you want to give that really nice message that's a little bit more longevity and you know, tell them a little bit more about you, right? So you yeah. you start, how many times have we all done this? You start drafting up the message and then you delete and then you write it again and then you delete and then you write a little bit more and then you delete and you're sort of caught contin- continuously editing and rewriting. Like going for the Nobel Prize. absolutely. <laughs> And then you're like, right, that sounds like a really good way of saying my cotton blow dry is forty quid. (laughs) Press send. And you never hear from them
0: back. (laughs) And they should really have paid you for that, the the 20 quid for that amount of effort that went into a text. Absolutely. And this is where you get
1: those clients that they they send you this message and they have absolutely no idea the time that it's Mm. taken you to think of that reply and then write that reply. Well, you know
0: what you need to do? You need to set up a template. I was
1: just, I knew you were going to say just that. A, a really, a that.
0: really well, that's what I do. Really well-worded template on your phone, save it in your notes, and just leave a space that this service will be, and then you can just add the total on the end and send. Yeah it's just saved that, you all that heartache all that going for the nobel prize all that frustration <laughs> when they don't get back to you and you think i've really put some effort into that message
1: yeah
0: if you you know if they, if they haven't even got um the um the effort to kind of write a, a longer message rather than just how much is this then you shouldn't you shouldn't feel like you need to write them back you know a lengthy message really you yeah. know you should just have a template copy and paste it into a message and add a total and send done e-
1: well, wait, um I had um we'll I send them a my price
0: list <laughs>
1: to, well oh my goodness this is another thing right I've got my price list on my website and the amount of times I have said to someone my prices are on my website I'll I'll my and they will still message you how much is this and you're like my price <laughs> is on my website I've got my website I've Turn literally the
0: dropped the link to my price list for you what the hell are you on <laughs> But I think it's because it, if it's like a cut and blow dry or something, that's fairly straightforward. But if they want colour, they're a bit like, I don't really know what I want because I want to achieve this picture from Pinterest on my phone, yeah, and I, I, I don't, don't know how probably. to go about
1: it. It's and, and I suppose we use terms like colour melting and creating oh, colour and root yeah. stretching toning. The um, <laughs> it's just the the. I've, I've, uh, there was actually one person I put an advert out in one of the local pages like weeks and weeks ago and um someone messaged underneath it like they, they commented on the post saying hi i'm just moved i'm looking for a new hairdresser Um, mm. can you pm me with details and a price list please so i did i dropped her that message with my price list and, and i link to my website and i just said anything else you need to know just ask
0: mm.
1: never heard from her again right <laughs> so today this morning i put a post out an advert and um She's messaged underneath. Hi, I've just moved to the area and I'm looking for a new hairdresser. Can you DM me your prices and your any details? And I'm like, I, I was like, oh, I says, I'm sure I recognise that name. Went in there and then went in to click send a message. And lo and behold, <laughs> there she is. And she maybe hadn't... she's
0: got dementia.
1: <laughs> well, she she hasn't Amnesia? even read the message. It's been that a very stressful <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, I message her this time and I says Hi. Um, I have already messaged you before. Um, just check it's not in your spam or your requests inbox. And then I resent another message just so that it pinged up again. But oh my goodness,
0: so, <laughs> just,
1: just go I think. Wait Where do people come from? Do they come for cornflakes packets?
0: I I don't know. I saw something that really riled me up a few weeks ago with regards to bridal hair. There was someone she put on a local page and she said, what was it? Um, uh, Hi, uh, can I have some what's it can I have some quotes for uh, bridal hair and makeup please I know that as soon as you mention the word wedding the price goes up but I just want to get some more quotes I've had some but they're too expensive so I just want some more and how she worded it and I thought oh and there were people adding their adding their um, links underneath and I thought no, I'm sorry, this person's got trouble written all over them with the way that they've just worded that. So basically, um, they, they've got no respect for you or your work. They want everything done pretty much for free. And um, if you don't quote her, then she's not going to get back to you regardless, you know. Yeah. So I actually commented underneath and I said, perhaps if you actually have a, an idea of a price in mind, it might be better for you to approach suppliers and see if they can meet those terms. And I just left it at that because I thought, why are you asking for people to go to the effort of quoting you and correspond with you when you obviously have a clear budget in mind anyway? So why not just approach people with that budget? Yeah. And, it's, and that, that flags up as well because you think because you know that her budget is probably peanut small and she knows that she's trying to pull a fast one yeah exactly. and Our take advantage is... within a, a pandemic when bridal stylists are really struggling for money, for money exactly. and for they'll property. probably snap it up do you know what i mean it's just so i just find it really abhorrent i hate it i hate that sort of behavior and you do that you know there's so much involved with not it's not just money and payment and pricing it's also boundaries you know when you get messages at bloody 11 o'clock at night <laughs> Or on a Sunday, and they're just like, "You haven't answered me yet." Okay, right. I, can you answer me, please? I, you I, are, I'm kind
1: of that have a life. <laughs> Like I'm that person that, but I, I, it's only because I will forget the next day, and that's exactly this is how it, I, I I lie in bed awake at night, can't get to sleep because I'm like, I have still got to do this, and I've still got to do this, and I go, I've still got to message that person, and I either need to write. In fact, there was something that I had to do i had to remember to do and i was like I, I was lying in bed and i kept forgetting to do it and i was lying in bed one night and i went oh my god i've just remembered that oh my god i'm not going to be able to get sleep what i'm going to do what i'm going to do there was a pen beside my bed so i thought i can't write it in a piece of paper because i'll forget to look at the piece of paper i thought right what what can i do that will make me remember this so I, I wrote it on my hand <laughs> <laughs> i slept like a fuzzy baby that night but even still it on my hand so in, in the next morning, I woke up and I was like, in the bathroom, you know, that way you, you, you go to the toilet and then you go to wash your hands. And as I was washing my yeah. hands, I went, oh, <gasps> i <gotta> do that. <laughs> Great reminder. But I am that person. I if it's if it's really late at night, I'll I'll hold off. But if it's yes. a Sunday or a Saturday and I know that they don't usually operate between a Monday and a Friday, I will usually message them if if, if I know I'll forget, I will message mm. them and you know if it's if it's, it's an important kind of thing. But I will say I know it's the weekend. Ple- i do not expect a response until yeah. working hours i will put that in my message
0: yes but i know yeah. that, that exactly that,
1: that's like a respectful nod
0: of i'm just doing this because it's my own time i've got and i appreciate that you don't have to get back to me right away but i'm just getting it done yeah that's yeah. that's different but then it's you get the, the ones, ones that send the that... question marks yeah not replied in it's five just minutes just a question mark or an emoji Or, um, you know, just just there's that that tinge, you know, that tinge of attitude of, can you answer me, please? (laughs) You know, you just know that that please is heavily loaded like a gun and they've got it pointed at your head until you get back to them with an appointment. And sometimes I have to explain to them and just say, you know, sometimes if they're asking for a specific day, I'm waiting for someone else to confirm an appointment time so that I know what I can offer them yeah and I'm, you're kind of dependent on that other person getting back to you and they've got a life and they've got things that they're doing and I think sometimes I'll where I can I will just phone because it's easier you know you've got that person right there you can just chat to them get it in and then hang up you know yeah I think sometimes the text messages and, and there's so many different avenues now as well you've got text you've got email you've got messenger you've got whatsapp instagram yeah, I
1: there's just so many avenues. Me from. <laughs> like if I'm looking for even if it's just a friend, you know, or a relative and I'm like, oh they sent me a message, oh god, where did they get it? I can't me? find it. I'll literally search every avenue. Oh, I'm like, where am I where am I missing it?
0: Must be there somewhere. <laughs> I know, I know. I I feel like there's just a permanent index, yeah. isn't there? Or sometimes I actually have clients that they'll they'll message me asking me for an appointment via text. Then I'll get back to them on the text and then all of a sudden they'll flag up on a messenger and be like yeah that's great and so I'll write back and go okay that's fine so you know blah 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 and then they'll come back to me on a text message and I'm like will you just choose one platform to message me on and I keep sitting there thinking that I need to just choose one avenue and say to them if you want to contact me you have to use this but then I have clients all across the board some of them aren't very techie when it comes to um you know social media but then others uh, don't really use their phone for texting and stuff and they're always on social media so there's there's that to kind of come into it as well and I think you do have to train your clients to a point. Yeah. (laughs) It is it is a kind of subconscious sort of training. Um and and sometimes sometimes I can be bothered and I think, yeah, I'll put effort into that and try and train them into a certain avenue of communication. And then other times I think, oh no, I can't be bothered. It'll just be easier for me to hop from platform to platform. But don't think that there's always an ideal, you know? Um especially when you've got so many to try and try and keep happy and make them feel as if they're comfortable you know you don't want to be like well i'm only doing whatsapp messages now and then you've got to know a 70 year old who's never used whatsapp before in their life
1: yeah and they're just basic text yeah
0: yeah well yeah. see and
1: my i still keep a paper diary because and i do you know what I've got oh yeah two online diaries right as in yeah. like um those what you call them? You know, the, the, the software things that, that hairdressers use to book appointments and stuff. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've sorted out two of them, right? What, what is the schedule, schedule and things like that? Yeah, I've done a point fit and i'm trying to get to grips with fresher but it's just i'm just i like a pen and paper right i like a pen and paper i like a paper diary yeah. and i don't think there's any harm in that it can't crash no i've got a pen and paper diary and i love it i genuinely love it i love writing it down and i can yep. physically see it and touch see it. it and it's just it's easier so yeah when i book my client in i will put a little brackets beside their name and i'll put what method of contact i use
0: oh that's good
1: so that I can try, but I just need to remember to do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, there'll be there'll be
1: someone where I'll be like, oh, how did I do it What did I write in her last appointment? And I look at her name, and I've not and wrote it. And I'm like, oh my god, so I had to go back to the last time she was in. And I'm like, oh my god, I've still not wrote it. What have I done? Where, where, do
0: you know? What, do you know what the worst one is? It's addresses. When they send you an address, and you're like, you're, you go and go, and you haven't written it down anywhere, and you think I'll just go to the message, and then you think, shit, it's not in that message. Where, where did they message me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just it's just it is. you know it's just a nightmare but you have to just keep on top of
0: it any which way you can you know I think it's down to your own management and i'll, I'll hold my hand up you know yeah, for the most is. part i'm all right but other other days when the li- life is happening kids are on at you you've got stuff to get for the school bake sale you've got a food shop to do your car tires just gone up down flat and you just remembered that you gotta go and get some guinea pig hay you're not gonna be sat there (laughs) sticking to all the the things that you need to do for your business because there's just not there aren't enough hours in the day I sit there and I think if I was to actually get done what in my head would make things run smoothly, run perfectly? All the precedents that I've set myself for my business and also for my home life—I would not sleep. I don't think.
1: Well, after this, just talking about this, um, a message pinged up on the school, um, the school classes WhatsApp group um, earlier mm. on today about just reminding us that the nativity costumes are due in t- tomorrow, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? They're not doing it the twelfth of December. And then I'm like, oh, no, wait a minute. It's more of the twelfth is... of December. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> Where did that go? <laughs> oh, no. It's fine. Tea towels. Tea towels. Oh, no. Cotton wool balls. One, one, better, one better. One better. One of my husband's colleagues um, emailed him the other day and offered an old angel costume. <gasps>
0: And, and I was like, yes, please, you are Thank you, thank you, that person. They are an angel but, for doing that and um, saving your up. It doesn't
1: come with a halo, so I'm, uh, oh. I'm going to have to dig out my old jewellery kit and make a sort of halo and then okay, wrap that yeah. pencil around it to make a halo, yeah.
0: You're, so, yeah, you're, 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 that'll be fine. Yeah, you, can, that. you can do that. You, you, you're a creator. That's the good thing about this sort of uh, this job that we find ourselves in as well we are creative (laughs) thank god for our (laughs)
1: asperatic
0: we do we always find ways out of the yeah out of binds because we've got that creativity and we do adapt and that i think that's what we've done this year as well with all the struggle and all the issues that have been thrown at us our creativity has really helped us adapt i just think that definite Downsides and cons to it are the fact that every now and again you can find yourself being taken advantage of and having to really look at yourself as a business owner rather than a friend and sticking to your guns with things and being assertive on things that might make you feel a bit uncomfortable,
1: yeah yeah, absolutely. you just got to <coughs> put your big old pants on,
0: yeah,
1: yeah,
0: oh hey, I know that saying. <laughs> funny that <laughs> this is that slightly unhinged bridal stylist <laughs> it's true though you should always pull up your big girl pants and just crack on with it it's the most definitely the best way forward and you will reap the benefits for asserting yourself and for not allowing yourself to be uh, taken advantage of and they you know you even if you lose a few it's it's better that than to be taken advantage of and you will gain people who will go with that new mindset of no i'm not going to be taken for a ride and this is how things are going to go and um as a result you will feel better and your business will do better
1: absolutely well before um lockdown too i was kind of thinking oh my goodness i'm really struggling to get new clients i'd, I'd, I'd done really well with gaining like 12 new clients within the space of a couple of weeks and then over amazing. The last two, two weeks before it just kind of hit a plateau and then it took a. Di- and I'm just like oh my goodness what am I'm going to do and here we are We're, uh, you know my first day back is actually tomorrow and yep. um I've had what, what have I had one, one pinged in just as we started this so uh, yeah that's one two three four five new clients in the space of 24 hours and I've go. got one client who I thought I'd lost so it's yep. six clients in the space of 24 hours have all messaged me today
0: there you go. It's, it's a uh, You can, you can. It is. It, it, I think you can just sit there sometimes and feel so dejected and as if you know everything's wrong. Uh, but the work is out there. It's just the way that you approach things yeah. and um, and what you give out and how you market. There's just so much, isn't there?
1: I've got to say, one of the best things I've done so far for my business is p- um, put that consultation fee, um, that consultation charge. And yeah because it literally it has wheedled out my time wasters and not one person not one person who has actually booked me has queried the consultation charge not one person has queried my price and not one mm. person has cancelled so far
0: mm. and we we learned that from stephanie harbour in the hairy business lounge absolutely absolutely mm. Mm-mm. it's a really good piece of advice and i think it just sets that precedence of being professional rather than friends doesn't it
1: yeah and and i genuinely believe that people just sort of look at you as a more valid business yeah you just yeah. i think it's just if you don't do the respect this there. you're wondering why people cancel and you're too frightened to and that is such a big thing i've got a friend back in um back in scotland and her prices are ridiculously low and um she's Mm. she's too frightened to put her prices up because she thinks she's actually not that skilled and you're like
0: well you know
1: you you are your work is really really lovely if you Mm. find an area that you're not quite skilled in then offer it to people as practice and model but just make sure they know that and invest Mm. in your education if that's what you want to do but what you should mm. do is focus on what you're good at and get your prices sorted because you can't invest in any future education if your prices just aren't right. No,
0: no, no. Yeah,
1: and it's just you have to implement those business decisions. Um, and I th- I genuinely believe once you do, your clients or your friends will take you more seriously.
0: Yeah. And if they don't, then they can find another hairdresser.
1: Oh yes, yeah. sack them <laughs> off, man! I, I've genuinely read this. Is I've had one friend who um, used to—I don't know if she used to take the piss or not—but she, I think, after a certain point, she was quite struggling for money, and um, she would sort mm. of barter with me how much her hair would cost. And I kind of mm. just had had enough, you know. She had long mm. hair, she had thick hair um I just I'd had enough one day and I just said look I'm really sorry but I am when I come and do your hair I am running at a loss every single time I have Mm -hmm. to put your price up so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a discount from my full price but the mates rates is stopping so um I told her how much it would be and she's like oh I don't have that much and I said well I tell you what tell me what you can what you do have and I will work with what you've got to give me but it won't be what you want you know Mm -hmm, we will do a bit of what you want but it won't be the full whack you know that's that's just Mm. how it has to be and then I said to her but listen I completely understand if I'm just not in your budget I understand that do not feel bad if you have to go somewhere else please don't and I can't and I say that to all of my friends and even my clients if they ever want to go anywhere else that's fine it happens yes. and it's can... their hair it's their decision absolutely just don't expect me to try and meet that price yeah I'm, I'm not going to re- lower my price if you want to try and find someone else that can do it then great honestly do it go for it and she did she she messaged me about a week after I said that to her and she says I'm really sorry I really hope it doesn't affect our friendship And I'm like, not at all, not at all. But the thing is, I would rather she did that than continuously try and barter prices for me because that would ruin the friendship.
0: Exactly. I think that's the other thing you have to realise that if they do make that decision, you can't then hold it against them and take it personally. Yeah. So it's for, so. to remember that balance as well, because you can you can sit there thinking, oh, maybe I should have met that price or, you know, I I, I can't believe that she's done that. I, you know, I didn't really mean it when I said it. You have to mean it when you say it and you have to be open to the fact that they they might go somewhere else that is more in their budget. You know, yeah. rather than take it personally, because that's what business is all about. You can't expect to be the business person. And then when they when they do actually take you through on that offer and go somewhere else to then switch to being the friend. No, you know, and it's
1: just once I honestly think that um, as much as we 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 do love our jobs and for us, it is a hobby. Because, I mean, the amount of times like you fill out a form and it says, and what's your interest in hobby? I literally hover over it and I think, oh, okay, hair. Watching videos of hair. Spending my time on social media, looking at pictures and videos of hair. You know, it's just, her hobby is hair. But the thing is, what we put into that hobby of ours is everything we have, everything we've got, we spend our life. We wake up in the morning and we think of hair. We go to bed at night thinking of hair. We think of hair 24 hours a day. All the time. And we deserve the amount of money we put in perfecting our craft and and, and honing Mm. our skills, the amount of money and time and effort. And you deserve to be paid for that time and effort, regardless whether that client is a client or whether that client is a friend you totally. deserve to be paid just
0: always, always remember that <laughs> yeah exactly do you want to giggle <laughs> I was just thinking oh, earlier because obviously Christmas is coming up we're in December right now and you know we're, we're steaming ahead towards Christmas and I was sat there and Paul was like what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> Before I could say anything, he went, it's going to be something for, I don't know, your hair stuff, and it? It's going to be something for your lives or whatever. He was like, do you want a microphone? Or... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was sat there laughing. And then he was like, come on, he said, just think about what you might want. <laughs> Genuinely, I was like, okay, it's not going to be work or hair related. I'm going to come up with something else. And, you know, I sat there for 20 minutes waiting for my kids to go to sleep next to me and I was like just think just think about what you might want to see under that tree I can come up with one single thing that wasn't hair related <laughs> I think I have a problem I genuinely think I have a problem I was there thinking oh a pivot point dance oh, spins around would god, be awesome and then <laughs> you know, I was like all I could do is some more bungee tape god and then I was like oh <laughs> You know, maybe another mannequin, another another Lamage doll. I was just going through do it all in my head. And I was like, No, you absolute wally, just think of something that's for you. But the thing is, when you're in this job and you love it so much, it is for you and it is what you enjoy doing and it does feed your soul. And you know you're gonna get the use out of Absolutely. it. Absolutely.
1: You're going to get joy from it as well.
0: Yeah. But I was I giggling that. to myself, Lisa. I was like, Oh my god, I can't and then I was like, perfume? <laughs> and Paul was like, yeah, I was like, I was like perfume, or jewelry, and Paul was like, I've just bought you perfume. I was like, oh yeah, I was completely forgotten. If he'd bought me a hairbrush, I would have remembered. Yeah. But because he bought me perfume, it completely went out of my head.
1: <laughs> well, you know, my mum, right? My mum was like, I mean, what? What will I get you for your Christmas? So, like you are talking about Christmas presents, and she went, what will I get you? I don't know what you're you, and I was
0: like. Give me a hundred quid towards a Lamont
1: stone. <laughs>
0: she did. Oh dead? don't. I've got a feeling that there's just going to be a load of it. It's going to just look like decapitated heads all around the bloody Christmas tree this Christmas. <laughs>
1: You know, so there was one, honestly, like, there was one time, it was quite a few years back, and Tim and I went to, um, it was before children, Tim and I went to a hotel for the weekend, and mm. um, I had to practice a look for something.
0: <laughs> I know where this is going.
1: Oh, we took the dog's head to the hotel. I the dog's head. I didn't want to bash it about in have already packed bags. so he carried the dog's head under his arm. his <laughs> <laughs> And um, of course, because we now live here in the boarding school, and um, we had um, a maintenance person come in uh, one day <laughs> last week, and um, he was walking through, and you know Tim was kind of showing him through where he needed to go, and he kind of just took a look at my 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 shelving unit, and he, he just, just pulled a lot, and Tim's like, "Don't ask." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, "He's my hairdresser." It's she's got a problem. <laughs>
0: she's got a problem. <laughs> It looks like I'm sitting there now, looking at them all up on top of my shelf, and yeah. I keep thinking it looks like I'm running some sort of mad on two souls. I I um,
1: had to pick this new Limage dolly that my mom helped me pay for um up from the from the Merry place. Christmas! And um, the guy just cannot. He just he, he handed me the box right, and he went there. You go, and he gave me. He just gave me a look, and I was like. <laughs> I'm a hairdresser, it's a doll's head, for my hairdressing, hairdresser and he went, ah oh, right, gotcha gotcha <laughs> what did you think it was? what did you think it was? and of course Lamage sent a box to you with, the, with that packing tape that's got pictures of doll's head,
0: of oh, the doll's head on it but just God, in was case.
1: Documentary he was watching the night before or whatever but yeah, he didn't realise it was a hairy doll's head
0: <laughs> they are the most. They are very creepy looking. I think we we become so desensitized to them now, don't Especially we? Especially my one from AliExpress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, <laughs> the one on, like, just walked into a wall and had like, too many injections,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then sat by the fire. <laughs>
0: and then sat by the fire oh. they did they did try and put her makeup on very carefully though love them, and... but she's a bit cross-eyed isn't she well yeah
1: she's she's like a rabbit caught in headlights she's, like... she she she's just like looks dumb. really
0: shocked at least, at least she's got good eyelashes she's got real eye eyelashes she has got good eyelashes and she has actually got good hair as well it's just her overall demeanor with her face yeah. that's the problem <laughs> Just quite <a little> odd looking <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit I, I actually just got a new doll's head this week she's a synthetic one um and i didn't realize how um how large the Lamarge competition dolls are until you get one of the standard dolls heads that you use for um training and you put them against one yeah. another and you can see the difference and that's why i like the competition dolls because the head circumference is is bigger, so it makes it much more realistic. Absolutely. And that sounds even creepier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it really does, doesn't it? Especially when you're kind of in that line of work of like actually hair styling and understanding yeah. why like um the sort of uh the dolls' heads that are just the sort of head and neck are really yeah. good for cutting. Um yes. but yeah, when it's when it's hair up work, the competition heads are just fantastic you need that
0: realistic quality to them and And dress it up you know yeah 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 I don't dress mine though I I just have to I have to draw that night I know (laughs) I know that it does that night but I'm just a bit like I feel like I'm getting a bit too kind of you know personal with them when I start dressing them in my clothes just a bit like (laughs) <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Where's where's my shrug gone? Oh, no. Hey. Louise has got it downstairs in the studio. <laughs> Have you seen the doll's heads that get the pier ears? Oh, uh, I know. Oh, I know. They, I, I, must, I must admit, I was a little bit like, oh. Ooh. Yeah, I, love one. I should imagine you could probably pierce them yourselves though yeah. you know
1: i think it's just, um, yeah i know i have i have genuinely they're not gonna feel it are they <laughs> i might i might try um piercing the ears of the you know the really cheapy ones um yeah first before I goes. start um defacing my 250 pound
0: yeah yeah your christmas present yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> right, on that note, <laughs> we're we're coming up to it's the six. hour. We can get it under sixty minutes. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Let's do it. So thank you for uh listening to us guys. If you want to um Continue the conversation, then find us in our Facebook group, the Everyday Hairdresser Podcast, and we will see you next time for another fantabulous episode. I don't actually, is it Vivian's episode next?
1: Yes, we've got Vivian to yeah. um, uh, record with us one day next week, and then hopefully that will be the next one.
0: Yes. Yeah that will be the next one but we're gonna as we're coming out of lockdown we're not having just we're not having two episodes a week we're going down to one and they will be published on a Thursday morning so if you guys thought with podcast it's because we're coming out of lockdown now so it'll be going to a weekly podcast rather than a twice weekly one so you'll you'll catch them every Thursday morning at 7am
1: yes we're not overloading
0: (laughs) no most definitely not we've all got enough on our plates haven't we definitely all right thank you very much everybody Yeah, thank you everyone. We'll see-